Welcome. The award of distinction is the highest award given by ASLH. It is given only infrequently <clears throat> and only after an exhausting review. The award of distinction is granted to those who have demonstrated a long and distinguished career of national, national significance. Tonight, we present this award to an individual is, who is truly one of the great leaders in our field. Over a career of many years, he has led us and served us, acting as a role model and an inspiration to colleagues across the nation. And I must share with you, as the vetting and the uh, nomination process was going on, Don Zuris, the head of our awards committee, said that he was, uh, he was blown away by uh, letters from the likes of, letters of support from the likes of John Hope Franklin and David McCullough for this individual. Charles Faulkner Bryan, Jr. was born and raised in McMinnville, Tennessee. He is a distinguished graduate of the Virginia Military Institute. He holds a master's degree in history from the University of Georgia and a PhD in history from the University of Tennessee. And as if to rub that in on ABDs like me, he also has an honorary doctorate of letters from Randolph-Macon College. Dr. Bryan began his career in history as assistant editor of the Andrew Jackson Papers. Then in 1981, he was appointed as the first executive director of the East Tennessee Historical Society in Knoxville. Five years later, he became executor, executive director of the St. Louis Mercantile Library Association, one of the country's richest repositories on the history of the American West, railroading, and river transportation. In 1988, Dr. Bryan was appointed as president and CEO of the Virginia Historical Society, which he led until November of 2008 when he retired and appropriately was named President Emeritus by the Board of Trustees. So much for a brief survey of Dr. Bryan's vita, but we know him better as Charlie. Charlie has served ASLH in many, many capacities, an array of volunteer positions, task forces, and offices, which culminated in his serving as chair of ASLH from 2002 to 2004. His is a friendly and a familiar face to all of us. He has been our colleague, our mentor, our leader, and our friend. And we're not the only professional colleagues he has served. Charlie's also been a member of the board of the Smithsonian's National Museum of American History, and he has served as president of the Independent Research Libraries Association. He's also a corresponding member of the Academia de Historia de Cartagena de Indias in Cartagena, Colombia, where I'm told there are all kinds of interesting stories of his collecting of objects and things. We won't get into those. <laughs> he is a lecturer for the Organization of American Historians Distinguished Lectureship Program. He's a member of the Rotary Club and a Paul Harris Fellow. In 2008, the Virginia General Assembly 
publicly honored Charlie in a joint resolution for his many years of distinguished service and his outstanding contributions to scholarship. And now it's our turn. At this time, it is my very great honor to present the ASLH Award of Distinction to Charles Faulkner Bryan, Jr. Thank you, dear friends. I don't know if you noticed, I have the same shirt and tie on that I have in the picture. As soon as I walked in, I saw that. <laughs> Terry told me I had about five minutes to make some remarks. I told her I have Parkinson's disease and it takes us longer to do things. <laughs> takes me an hour and a half to watch 60 Minutes now. <laughs> uh, I wanna thank the awards committee, council, Terry, and all of those of you who wrote letters of support for me. I am deeply, deeply humbled. Only regret that my wife, Cammie, couldn't be here. She's my partner of 40 years. Her mother's not well, and, and we're getting ready to go on a trip, and she just simply couldn't be here. But my good friend Craig Parks is putting this on film. Many of you know that I'm working on a project that's on the back burner, unfortunately, now called Turning Points. And we all are historians of sorts, and we know there are turning points in history. Pearl Harbor, Caesar crossing the Rubicon, but each of us individually have personal profound turning points in our lives. It's either a decision you made or something that happened to you in which your life turned. And think about that. Something that happened to you or a decision you made and your life turned. And had that not happened to you, your life would have been very different. It may be serendipity. It may have been an epiphany. It may have been a setback. And I argue that by the time you're my age, which and I'm 62, you've had at least half a dozen. And one of the reasons I'm here tonight and being honored by you are certain significant turning points in my life. When I was eight years old, my father died very suddenly. And we moved in, and my mother and my sister and I moved in with our grandfather. And he was a storyteller. He told stories about the Civil War and the great flu epidemic, and he brought history alive for me. And as a little boy, I became fascinated with history. That's, I was consumed with history. So much so, and that was really the first turning point in my life, my father's death and moving in with my grandfather. And it would be interesting if we could do a poll in the room tonight, how many of you were influenced by a parent or a grandparent? And it was a turning point in your life. Second turning point in my life was I was a junior in college at VMI. And a professor was giving a wonderful lecture on the Great Depression. And I was walking back to my room and I, wasn't, I hadn't been sure what I wanted to do, and I said, it was almost like an epiphany. I want to be a historian. Now, to me, being a historian meant being a POH, a plain old historian, not a public historian, but somebody who would teach and be a scholar, and, and, and that was my, my, what I thought being a historian. And I eventually went on and got a PhD, and thank God the job market was abysmal in the late 1970s because I couldn't get a teaching job. But in July of 1981, on the very same day, I was offered the directorship of the East Tennessee Historical Society and a tenure-track job at one of the University of South Carolina branches. And here was a turning point. Do I go into teaching or do I go into this East Tennessee Historical Society? The East Tennessee Historical Society paid $18,000 a year. I was married and had two children. 
The South Carolina job paid 17000 a year. So I went for the money. <laughs> and I, within a year of being at the East Tennessee Historical Society, I, I was hooked. This is what I wanted to do. Then came a, an important turning point then, and that's when I joined the American Association for State and Local History. And I truly regard that as a turning point in my life because this association has meant so much to me. When I first got in, Bob Richmond was one of the legends, even then he was a legend. Bill Alderson, uh, Clem Silvestro, and some of you may remember a guy named Ray Pigeney, who was uh, uh, an institution of his own. But I learned my craft and what it took to, to take history to the people through the American Association for State and Local History. It is the most important association I've had in my career. Now let me close by saying this to all of us. We are so very fortunate to do what we do. Now if you're like I am, I've loved history since I was a little boy. And to be able to devote a career to it, it sure beats working at Walmart, I'll tell you that. But you don't get rich, but the rewards are, are tremendous. And we are privileged to be able to work in the field of history. And what we do is so very important to the American democratic process. And sometimes we don't give ourselves credit for that. I want to thank again everyone who has supported me over the years. You're the dearest and best friends I could ever have. I am deeply humbled by this. And uh, I may be retired from the Virginia Historical Society, but I might say, I accept this award on behalf of my colleagues at the Virginia Historical Society. I wouldn't be here without their support. And uh, again, thank you so much, and thanks to everyone here. And uh, congratulations to the other award winners. Thank you.